0: Hello, hello, hello everyone. Welcome to a new week of Am I Worthy, the podcast. This is Gabby Thorne, your first time tuning in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I love you already, so keep tuning in every single week because episodes drop every Sunday. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so I don't know about you, but for me, this, these last, Two weeks have been so, what's the word? Just up and down. I talked about it a little bit last episode. So if you didn't, go back and listen. Right now, not tomorrow, not when you're going to take a shower. But no, listen to it in your car right now, okay? So, y'all, um, these two weeks have been up and down. Which, thank God that right now it's ending on this up and this up. That's I'm not going back down. I'm not going back where I'm used to. But, y'all, these couple weeks have just been up and down Um, in that I have had a lot of, I don't want to use the word devastating, but I have had a lot of, can I say life-changing? Yeah. Life-changing news that has kind of affected my mood, not kind of, i am be straight up. Um, it has, it's really affecting my mood, but then also it's affected the way that I view God and that I haven't been focusing so much on who God is but I've been focused on my worry which is something to not to do and that when we are in points where we don't understand what God is doing worship should be greater than our worries right always just always like God is good all the time right he is he is El Shaddai he is Lord Almighty always he is Jehovah Rapha he is a healer always he is Jehovah Jireh he is a provider always and so Instead of focusing on worries or whatever, we gotta put ourselves in postures that, um, just meditate on who God, on who God is while also just allowing God to reveal places in us that need to be pruned, need to be removed, bad branches, bad roots from, um, family, from people, from fa- um, friends, even maybe past relationships, right? Um, I don't even know why I'm thinking about this right now, but I think about Say, for instance, I got married four to five years from now, right? There were, there would probably be a lot of digging up of roots from past sexual partners, from past, um, dudes, like relationships or whatever that God would have to dig up. So I'm not going into a marriage four or five years from now thinking, of the like like I don't know what's what's the word like thinking of this dude a certain type of way like I used to think about dudes in the past right or also learning how to be a golly wife a golly mom one day and so I don't know just makes me think about that right and so with having all of these different emotions of just feeling so just um I don't know, just so, just, oh, what else is there in life? Cause I'm sick of this season. Like I'm done, done. Like literally, that's how I felt a little while ago. And you're a person, you feel like this, like, yo, I know how you feeling. It's, it's real. Whether you follow God, you don't know who God is, or you just say, oh, how did I find this podcast? Oh my goodness. Who's this lady? Keep, keep tuning in. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just when, in the moments when we feel like God is so, so far. That's when he is so, so close. It, like, there's a song, Closer by Maverick City, and that, clo- like, he's closer than, uh, closer than the skin I'm in, right? Um, like, he's closer than, uh, closer than the breath I breathe, right? That's a song by Maverick City. I'll, I'll put a, a link to it, um, or the name of it in the notes, right? But, Y'all, like, he is close. He is closer. Even in the times when we just feel like, oh, God, I'm just getting so beat up in life. That, God, I have to come home. I have to work. That, God, I got to birth this baby soon. That, God, I have to do this. I have to do that, right? Like, he is close. He is close. He is close. He is close. And so in the moments when we feel like he is so far, he is still close, right? And so today, what we're going to talk about is... How close God is in the way of that. He is close, while also there are moments when God may be close to us and he might tell us something that we do not want to hear. Or we might have very devastating, very life changing, um, what's the word? News that we don't want to hear. Or we may, or God may just reveal something about us that we don't want to hear right? And so title for today's episode is what do I do when God says no? Um, This is probably going to be a four part series. So, all right, you want to know what you do? I ain't gonna tell you yet. (laughs) First, I'm gonna tell you why this topic is so online with my life real quick. Okay, give me like one minute. Give me my soapbox for one minute. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So first thing is that um, a little over two, two weeks ago, I'm like, you know, applying for a full-time job and everything. And this woman emails me and she's like, Oh, I need help within my company. And she has like this small LLC. So small business, right? LLC means limit liability, limit, limited liability company, right? So she has a small LLC. And so this is a job doing home, like home inspections and, um, that, right? So I meet with her and, um, we discuss the pay and it's not exactly what I wanted. While also I still accepted the job offer, right? Like, uh, like literally we met up. We, um, like I met with her in person and everything. And, um, she's like, yeah, like, uh, h- hire him, h- like I hire you or whatever. Um, no, I can't pay you more than this amount, whatever, but I still took a the job. Then last Monday. So what day is that? I'm looking at my calendar. So April 19th, right? So, April, so that's last Monday and I get an email from her and this is long email. Which, first of all, I don't, I don't like. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but if you can break up with somebody, just say it in one line. That's just my personal opinion, and that's how I felt when I got that email. So she gives this long email of like, you know, you're worth so much more than, um, you know, what I can pay you, and then also I can't, um, you know, continue to extend this job offer to you and everything. And instantly, like, a part of me is just like, well, why did you hire me in the first place? Well, also, I, uh, I thought about that for one moment. In the awesome moment, I thought about Romans 828, for God works all things together to, for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose, right? Keyword is his purpose. God's purpose is not our purpose. God's plans are not our plans. God's ways are not our ways. God's thoughts are not our thoughts, right? So when this happened, of course, I had a rush of emotions and everything. And that's just Monday. Y'all, let's keep going down the week, right? Okay, and so this is Monday. And then also, um, yeah, so that's Monday. And then two days after that, I'm doing one of my favorite things I love to do, go out of town. I'm a person, I really do have a dream of just traveling all the time, whether it's with like husband, kids, um, doing whatever, right? Um, Like, I don't know, like speaking, whatever. And so I remember Wednesday, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, yeah, today's just going to be a good day. Slept good. You know, when you just slept good, you're like, mm, yeah, mm, I'm going to do good. Mm, yeah. That's how I was feeling. And so uh, right now I'm in terms of campus missionary uh, with my church in campus. So like with JMU and then also my church, Duck. Right. And so I am literally. Uh, so let me tell you like basically what we do. So. That Wednesday was a mission trip with, um, ENC, and we take a couple of students down with us, um, to Richmond, which is two hours from me. So I live two hours from Richmond. I live two hours outside of Washington, D.C. So you get context on the map, right, where I'm at. And so we drive two hours to Richmond, um, and we're stay, when we pretty much stay a good bit. Oh, well, a good bit. Well, I stay a good bit of the day there. And so we're evangelizing, which is just, you know, just telling people who Jesus is or whatever, um, extending the invitation for them to accept Christ or not, or, or not, cause it's a choice, right? And so, uh, we go on campus and we tell the gospel of how, you know, Jesus lived his perfect seal in his life. He lived for us. He died for us. He rose three days later. All we have to do is confess and believe that Jesus is Lord. Um, he is Lord. He is Adonai. That's it. And like we're saved, right? So we say the gospel, we say the thing, um, not just the same, we say um something with just so much power, right? Jesus is Lord, this one line, we say something that's with so much power just to um hopefully reach whomever that God wants us to reach, right? And so knowing this on campus at VCU and there is it is one hour before I'm about to drive to North Virginia, so drove two hours down, and I'm about to go two hours back up, um, not to Harrisburg, but to Nova, Northern Virginia, which is called Nova, right? So N-O-V-A. So I am, it is one hour before I'm about to leave Richmond, and I'll look at my email. I don't know, someone just told me like, oh, just check your email before you go. And so I had... Apply for a Fulbright research grant within Ethiopia, and over this past January, I became a semi finalist. And so, the thing is about Fulbright is that um, there's two phases of it. So, you know, if you have a job interview and you have one job interview, then you have another, and then you get the job, that's basically how Fulbright is, right? And so, in January, I found that I'm a semi finalist. I'm like, okay, and then Uh, Wednesday, I found out that I am not a full bar finalist and that I am not going to be going to Ethiopia for nine months. And so a part of me was like, okay, like it's great. Of course that I know. While also, also another part of me just felt like, God, what else do you want me to do with my life? Like what else? Of course I had another plan. Um, and then also part of me just wanted just to stay in Harrisburg to, you know, grow with, Church me but then also with people, um, just, uh, community members, like this, basically homeless people that I'm around. Like, I just, I just love them. I just love them. And so, a part of me is just like, mm, but the part of me, um, which is my emotions and everything that was, ju- that just started to grow was that, oh, God doesn't have a plan for me. And so, your person, God told you no to something. Does it, a, a like a, a, a no can be God's protection while also, like delay, like denial is not delay. So your person, if you have had pregnancy tests over pregnancy tests, I keep talking to you about almost every, um a lot now, but you have had pregnancy tests over pregnancy tests that is negative. That doesn't mean that you will never have a child. It doesn't like well, sometimes when we're in our waiting seasons, or we're in our seasons that we don't understand what God is doing, and God says no, or He shows a no, we don't understand what the next step is yet. I'm telling you, and you, your husband, your listeners just tell your wife this: that just because you keep seeing pregnancy tests after pregnancy tests that is negative, you don't see the two lines, you don't see the plus sign, you don't see whatever that all these other women who are younger than you has on insta has on Instagram or whatever social media that doesn't mean that you will not have a child. So I'm saying all that in the name of Jesus, like you're going to have a child, but then also it's going to be in God's timing. You think about Hannah, right? Like she prayed and prayed and prayed for God to send her child. You think about Sarah, 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 right? In the Bible, like she had to wait. She had to see other people get pregnant, right? And y'all, we live in times that we live in as women. Imagine all. All of them years ago, like the culture, like you, as a woman, like your worth was defined, like solely, solely defined by what you did at home, by what you did, um, if you could get pregnant or not. So that was a whole nother type of weight that they had on them. Yeah. God's word doesn't return back void. And so God delivered the promise, but it just wasn't within their timing. So, uh, whoever you are, you're going to get pregnant, but it's going to be in God's timing. All right. And so back to the topic of when I was talking about what do I do when God says no, is that um, when I was going, like I said, when I was going through those emotions after I didn't get Fulbright, uh, there was a good three days that I just, I just straight up, like, I, were, I like, I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with this Christian walk. I'm done being Christian. I'm done, like, just going, um, just, uh, just going, just, just following God. Like I'm just, I'm just done at this point. Right. And I took a good three days like that. And then even I remember that night. So I remember how I told you how was, I was in Richmond during the day at that night. Literally, I've been waiting weeks and weeks to go to this. I go to something that I do not even want to go to after I heard these, these news. I go to, you ready? Oh, worship night. And that may sound terrible, but it's just it's just me being straight up right now. I did not want to go to that worship night anymore. I have been waiting weeks or and then pray. And also, like, I literally pray like, God, I'm just I just need a night just to worship you. No sermon, no nothing. Like, I just want a worship night. Like, that's it. And so. I visit um i'm a part of this global spiritual family which is called every nation right and so we have uh my church so divine Union community church in harrisonburg but then also we have grace covenant chantilly which is basically like a sister church so we're both part of every nation our family but we're different churches right and so i'm going from richmond i'm driving to grace covenant chantilly um from richmond and so when i go there of course i mean a friend for that worship night. And then um, they're not worship night. I, like my heart is just literally starting to harden. Like I'm usually, I don't want to say a loud person in the room, but I'm usually a person like I'm very expressive with worship. Like I, if I'm going to praise God, I'm going to praise him however I want to. I don't care who's around. I don't care about the noise. Like I don't care because I'm praising my God. And then also when I get to the end of my life, I'm going to be praising him forever. So why not practice now? Yadar. Yeah, right? And so... Um, that night, like I was just kind of quiet. Like, if I'm quiet, some, some something's going on. Either, either, either A, I'm thinking a lot, or B, something is wrong. There's tip, there's tip or C might be like I'm tired, but there is kind of no other option. That's just kind of just basically how my personality is, honestly. And so, um, I was the, t- I was the tired in that I was just done, I was just irritated. So talked to my friend and everything that night. And then, um, I don't know. I didn't feel as down, you know, she kept saying, you know, just ref- like, we just started to reflect on this year of intern with campus ministry, with volunteering, um, with people and loving what I do. Like it's crazy how, how I can fall how we can fall in love with something. And we don't care about the money that comes from it. Like when I'm, going to volunteer with these people. I don't look at, oh, what is this? What is this? You know, like sometimes a real investment is not even monetary. And so talk to her and yeah. And so for me, when I'm looking back at the, these days, uh, those, these days, when I found out about Fulbright and I just started hard in my heart. And then I also had to be around woman, um, of woman of God, who's like Gabby, like, come on, man, like, come on. And so, For me to you, if you're a person, you don't understand what God's doing or God told you no, is that please share this pain with someone. And when I say share it with someone, I mean instantly. Don't let it harvest. So that night I told my, I told my friend, of course, but I like, I told her kind of like a cake, uh, like the frosting of the cake. I ain't tell her the bottom of the pan. I ain't tell her the part that's a little burnt, right? Like when you take the cake out of the pan, (laughs) I ain't tell her all that. But then literally a week, so like uh, that's this week, it all burst out. Like all my emotions from this year, everything just burst out because I was able to confide in someone I trust and unveil all layers, right? Like all the cake layers, like the strawberry, the strawberry layer, the strawberry glaze layer, the frosting layer. All the layers, and it just all came out like tears, gushing, you know, snot, boogers, like all of it. I'm sorry if that's a little too gross for some of y'all. Just give you the picture. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, your person, you don't understand what God's doing, or he told you no, like, don't be mad. Um, share the pain. And your person, you can't hear God's voice, and, um, you've had something very, traumatic or disorder, or you've had someone end up in a wheelchair that you never would have thought that has happened to, or whatever, just know that God's a healer, God heals you. And then also, I think about um, the name for God is, which is El Roy. And so that's something else you can do when God says, when you have something in your life traumatic happen. Look at the names of God and say it repeatedly, right? Say, for instance, over past about six, probably at least six months, I've had to say Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh so many times that I've never had to say And within my life. And Jehovah Jireh means that God is my provider because I've, I've had to believe in and to um, just know that God has me, like he's my provider. Like he He is the source of everything. Like, yes, he blesses us. And yes, faith God works is dead. Yeah, God is Jehovah Jireh. He is above it all, right? And so, same thing with you. Go to El Roy, the God who sees me, the God who sees me, and meditate on that, right? Um, and then also just praise God even when you don't feel like it. Like for real, for real. Just praise God even when you don't feel like it. When I was at that worship night and I was having an attitude, I was. I And that's the thing about me. I can have an attitude, but I'm going to still be thankful for God because he's still God. I don't know. I don't know about you, but God ain't nothing to play with. You know, like, yeah, I was being a brat, but I'm like, God, thank you for your grace and mercy. If there's not anything on my life that I can feel thankful for, the two, those are the two things because it's something I know I don't deserve. Even when I'm being a brat, I know that I don't ever think for a minute that I deserve God's grace and God's mercy. Like, I don't. Um, I don't. And so, um, praise God when you don't feel like it. And I'll also, um, just repent, just repent. Repentance is not a dirty word. Sometimes we think it is. Repentance is basically when we turn away from our sin and we turn to God. Key word is the second part It's turn to God. If we are repentant, we're not turning God. We're turning back to what we turn to. Then it's not real repentance. It's just like, it's just false. Pretty much. Honestly. So, that's what to do. Um, Just praise God when you don't feel like it. Like, literally, even if it's singing a song and the song is making you cry and you don't understand why it's making you cry. Even if you're a man, you're a woman, you're 32, you're 38, you don't need to cry anymore, which I don't know who told you about that, but it's not true. Um, That's not biblical or whatever. Like, Sing, put on whatever worship, whatever Christian song that it just makes you cry and cry and cry. Say, for instance, I was going through the motions last week. I remember, <coughs> say, for instance, when I was going through um, all the feelings or whatever, there is this one song which is from... um Every, every nation, I'll put the name of it in the show notes. You'll see it. Um, I'll never walk alone, but it's a certain version. I like this personally. I like this version more than the other version. So listen to this version. Okay. <laughs> but, um, there's this version of I'll never walk alone. And, um, it's this part when the music kind of, I forget. I don't know the musical term f- name for this word, but it's basically like when the music like comes down a little bit or whatever, like that part within the song and, this girl, this woman is just singing She's like, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus Um And then she says I will go where you will go Take the lead and I will follow you And when she says that and I'm saying the words, I I would just be bawling and bawling tears because I'm saying these words, even though I don't believe it, even if I can't see it, even if I don't understand the plan, the way that God has for me. But I know Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And so I know the plans that he has for me is to prosper me and everything. Right. But I'm singing this song and I'm not understanding like what he's doing, like what God is doing or whatever. But I'm still singing this song and. That's why I encourage you to do. That's what I am encouraging you to do. Is like praise God. Put on the song, like the song of like having faith of believing Him, even though you can't see it. Or so much like yo, listen to something that you might not want to listen to, but I promise you, when you get back up, because you will. Mm, come on, because you will get back up or whatever. Like listen to that song because. We have seasons. I think about within Ecclesiastes, how there's a time to build, there's a time to plant, there's a time to do this, there's a time to do that, right? Or even I think about the life of Paul. Paul did not live this perfect, glamorous life, right? And so who I'm talking about is if you turn to Acts 9, 9, right? Um, it reads, um, this is who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Paul. But during this time, I'm talking about Saul. So Saul to Paul, I'm talking about one person, right? Saul, Paul, Okay. Got it? So, Acts 9.9 9 says, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus. This, and um, side note real quick, Damascus is today modern-day Syria, right? So, all right. And so, so that, and going back to scripture, so that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against me. The the goats. So he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. And so basically, this is the day that started so much. And you look at this person who didn't deserve um, the gospel, which is just like me, just like you. None of us deserve God's love, God's grace, God's mercy. And when we think that we do, we know that we messed up right there, right? Um, You look at Saul. He lived a life that he probably never could have imagined. He got beat. He got in prison. And I'm not even just talking about prison now. Um, I'm talking about prison back in the day. It was another level. Um, You look at the life he lived for Jesus. It just doesn't make sense of how he still praised him. He still loved him and everything. So it's the same way for us. We have to praise God when we don't want to. We got to put up that worship song when we don't want to. And that also, we have to know that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And that just like the commandment he gave Joshua, be strong and courageous, is for us too. All right? And so, y'all, that's everything that you do when you don't know what to do. And then also when God says no. Okay? So... I love you. Hit that subscribe button, leave a review, DM me on Instagram, and I will see you next week. So good night. Bye bye.